Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. Here on the BeckQL Network. Hello, Joe with you on a Monday live at MGO Sportsbook in Phoenix, Arizona, right outside of 57. We'll be playing and joining us right now to talk about Super Bowl 57, the props, the angles. Everything as we get set for Super Bowl week is Brad Spielberger, Pro Football Focus. Brad, welcome to the show. Exciting week here. And uh, it's interesting just kind of following along the line and the total of, of the last week or so. It feels like we've kind of settled in here to the Eagles being a short favorite in this game. Um, what's your guess and, and your feeling on how this might change, if at all, anymore the rest of the week? I guess the number's gone up from 49.5 to 15.5, 1.5. Do you think we see any more movement? If so, which direction do you think we might go as this week goes on? I think we're definitely close to being settled, but I guess the one thing would be if we get some health updates from the Chiefs wide receivers, and that potentially, I think, moves the total a little bit up, maybe, um, and also, of course, maybe moves this to a one-point spread. But I'd be surprised if we cross zero again on the spread, and the total did actually already go up from 49.5 to 50.5, um, so that also might be settled. I really think at this point, the only thing that's going to move is some props and some other angles um, before next weekend. You mentioned the health of uh, the Chiefs receivers, and you know I don't know how much intel we're going to get. It's a Super Bowl, so we'd assume uh, it'd be as little as possible from the KC perspective. But uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, Hardman, Tony, uh, what sort of information would change things for you? We were talking about Kelsey earlier on, and you know the health of those players. Not sure that it changes a whole lot for him. Uh, what would change, and if we hear that any of those players are in, would you consider some player props on any of them? Yeah, you know, I think Juju Smith-Schuster is an interesting one to me. He's had these knee issues for a while. Uh, I don't know if it's the same knee, but, you know, he's obviously had a, a bunch of injuries, and unfortunately that's why, you know, he signs a one-year, three-and-a-half base value deal with the Chiefs this season. He did earn a bunch of incentives, so it was great for him. Um, but, you know, for me, if he does play, uh, he's a super tough guy. I don't think people realized – when the Steelers made the playoffs a couple of years ago on his last ride with them, doctors basically did not want him to play in that game. Like they almost advised him, we, we'd rather you not play. We don't think it's, you know, there's a high risk of re-injury. And he said, look, I don't care. I want to play with Big Ben one more time, be in this playoff game. He's a tough, tough dude. So I think if he does come in for this game, his props might be a little bit low. People might have concerns there. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't be, you know, afraid to maybe lay something on his over-receptions. Uh, maybe not yards, but I think they will look for him over the middle. You can attack this Eagles defense, uh, the secondary in particular, over the middle. Um, so he's a guy that maybe, you know, if, if the number's lower than, you, than you'd think, uh, you, you look in that direction. 
How much does experience play into your handicap? Because looking at this game and looking at the regular season numbers, it looks like the Eagles are so dominant, and clearly they've had no issues in the postseason thus far. But still, Jalen Hurts has not played in a Super Bowl. This is a team that uh, doesn't have a lot of guys that have played in a Super Bowl. So how much of this do you put into your handicap? Yeah, they haven't also, I would say more so, just they haven't played a very competitive game in a while. You know, like you mentioned, um, they do have a stable of veterans that were there for the 2017 team. Obviously, you'd like the quarterback to be one of those. But, you know, the center and Jason Kelsey, Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox on defense. You know, I think there's enough there that they can help them through. You know, we hear a lot about the media aspect and, and, and the time off and all the things you do in Arizona before the game. And I think those vets in that locker room will help them work through that. Um, you know, it helps some of the younger guys understand to avoid the distractions. I know there's the, the clip going around of Alshon Jeffrey from 2017, just talking about how he hated every aspect of the Super Bowl besides getting ready for the game itself. Um, so I don't put a ton of weight in it. Um, I, I think both teams will be ready. They have enough guys that have been there before. For Hertz, I'm more just wondering, you know, how healthy he's going to be. I, I think the stage, look, he's played in college football championships. He's done all these things. I don't think the lights are too bright for anyone. I just, I just wonder if Hertz is, is fully healthy or close to it at this point. Brad, how much do you factor in uh, the referee and the, the official assignment for this game? Carl Jeffers is on this game. And number one um, uh, penalties per game 2021. And again this season, his crew, and, and he averaged 12. 0.59 per game this season for over 100 yards. It's a lot of penalties. And the Chiefs, number one in the NFL in pass interference against this season. Their D-backs had a lot of that. Uh, how much do you factor that in? Do you think it could play a big role here? Yeah, you can't completely ignore it. I would say I used to do way more analysis looking into this. There's a website, I think, footballzebras.com, where you can, like, dive into, you know, their over-under splits, their, you know, home and away splits, all these various things. Um, Sheffers in particular, though, not, not to name names, but there was a conspiracy theory-esque video about how the Bills were a lock against the Bengals because Carl Sheffers, I guess – you know, it was so favorable towards the Bills in, in, in a bunch of games, and obviously that couldn't have been further from the truth in that particular matchup. So uh, I don't think you should get too bogged down in that. I do think, you know, looking at, like, certain areas like pass interference um, and, and certain penalties that could lead to more chunk plays, more explosive plays, it does matter. Um, maybe if you're looking at the total or things of that nature, but I, I think a lot of it ends up just being noise, uh, and it's hard to truly boil down, you know, how they impact the game. Um, I hope we don't have a lot of penalties called in this game. I hope they let the boys play, so to speak. 11-1 and one to the under, his 12 playoff games. We're going to hear it a, a whole lot over the, uh, the rest of the week. All right, uh, before we dive into the props on both sides, what about side total? You can go team total there. Uh, anything that you really like there? Well, now that you mentioned Carl Sheffers, I already love the under. I'm not going to go back on the words I just said, but I already did love the under in this game. I, I jumped on it at 49 and a half. It's obviously moved to 50 and a half. And now, you know, knowing that Sheffers is 11 and 1 to the under in the playoffs, um, you know, but, but all jokes aside, I really do think both teams in this game are going to try to run the football a, a good amount. I mean, A, for the Eagles, because it's just what they do best. They, I mean, ran against arguably the best run defense in the NFL last week very, very effectively in the 49ers. And the Eagles, their weakness is, is the run defense. You know, six in EPA per rush allowed. They are susceptible on the ground. We know Patrick Mahomes obviously not going to be 100% healthy either. Um, so – I think a lot of clock is going to be burned with rushing attempts. Um, that's my favorite, you know, play on the side or total is the under 50 and a half in this game. There's obviously some risk. You know, it's a Super Bowl. Teams are never going to stop trying to score points. And, you know, late it could get a little bit scary. Um, but maybe then you, you start with an under. Uh, maybe there's some scoring on scripted plays early in the game. 
And so, sorry, you don't start with the under. You wait for some points you know, early on and then maybe take a live under if it gets juiced up a little bit, um, you know, and, and kind of monitor that throughout the game based on game script if you want to then maybe hedge it out with an over. But the Eagles, if they get a, get a lead, we know. They want to run the football in the second half almost too much and, and just try to burn clock and not really try to score, frankly. Um, it happened all season long for them. And the Chiefs, if they have a lead, I think will not take their foot off the gas. But like I said, I think Isaiah Pacheco, they're going to lean on him and try to just, you know, keep the ball out of Philadelphia's hands and, and just really shorten this game. So the great thing about betting on the Super Bowl is there's a million ways to bet on it, even more so than regular season games. So is there any specific, very pointed angle that you like in this game that you'll be betting on? Yeah, so what I love uh, is a couple of the head-to-heads in this game, which is something you're only going to see in the Super Bowl. So my favorite right now is Patrick Mahomes is minus a half on a touchdown spread, on a passing touchdown spread against Jalen Hurts. So, you know, Mahomes throws two touchdown passes, Hurts throws one, you win that bet. Um, I I love that. I mean, regardless of game script, I I just think the Chiefs are going to be throwing the ball way more, particularly down in the red zone. They're going to continue throwing the ball, whereas the Eagles get down there. We're going to see Hurts design rushes. We're going to see a lot of creative ways for the Eagles to continue to, you know, pound the rock and I think try to score. And Hurts might have a rushing touchdown, but that is not factored into this bet. So I like that a lot. He's also minus 45 and a half on just pure passing yards. I, again, like that regardless of game script. I think the Chiefs are going to throw the ball way more. Um, and, and obviously Patrick Mahomes, you know, in, in his mediocre outing with it with a hurt ankle still goes for 300 plus yards. So I love those ones. One other angle um, is Isaiah Pacheco. You can get alternate spreads on his rush and receiving yards. Um, 100 plus total yards from scrimmage is plus 370 on DraftKings. Uh, you know, I mentioned him a bunch already, but He's clearly their focal point as a rusher, and now they're throwing in the ball a ton. I mean, six targets in the game against Cincinnati, caught all six. I want to say had 46 receiving yards in that game. I I think it's good value to get plus 370. Um, Obviously, this one is game script dependent. They would need to be leading early and trying to bleed this game out. Um, But if you do get that game script, I I love that play. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search based on the qualities that are most important to you. Then you can book a free 15-minute consultation call with any therapist you're interested in seeing. So you can get a feel for whether they're the right fit before you commit to a full-length session. Alma also makes it easy for mental health care providers to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of therapists in their directory accept insurance for sessions. So you can find care that's affordable without stressing about the paperwork. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit HelloAlma.com Therapy60 to schedule a free consultation today. That's HelloAlma.com Therapy60. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. 
That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Brad, curious how good you think this Chiefs pass rush is. And they were third in the NFL in sacks, uh, but they go up against an Eagles offensive line that hasn't allowed a hit or a pressure. I think you posted the stat in the last two games. I'm looking at a, um, a head-to-head here with sacks in the game. Chris Jones minus, two, uh, minus 250 versus Hassan Reddick plus 190. Am I, am I missing something here, Brad? Because I would jump on Hassan Reddick at plus 190 in that matchup right now. I mean, I know Chris Jones is great, but the Eagles offense line just doesn't let anyone neck get near Jalen Hurts. After you answer, after I answer, you got to tell me where what book that's on so I can go bet it because I, I agree with you 110. percent So look, the, the <laughs> yeah, the, the big reason why the Chiefs are going to be high in that stat is because they're going to be facing teams that are throwing the ball so much against them because the Chiefs are going to be leading every game. So no, they have an average pass rush unit. Chris Jones himself, you know, is maybe the best interior defender in the NFL when when Aaron Donald's not playing. So you know, he's great, but also. Got his first playoff sack last week. He'd never had a sack to that point. Did have a ton of pressures and all those things. But, yeah, Hassan Reddick, the matchup. So, you have the Eagles interior offensive line, which is one of the best interior offensive lines in the entire NFL, versus Hassan Reddick is going to be going up a lot against right tackle Andrew Wiley, who is not a particularly good player. Um, I would, yeah, that's (laughs) – I'm sitting here like, hey, can I jump off the spot so I can can go bet that on Hassan Reddick? (laughs) On, uh, on the Eagles' side, one of the big talking points has been their very weak strength of schedule. Now, with all that said, they have dominated some of these bad teams that they've placed that they've gone against this year. Um, they've only faced three quarterbacks, top 10 in the league in EPA per play. So a, a lot of those player props that, that you mentioned, while maybe not playing the Chiefs' side, it sounds like you're thinking it's going to be uh, much more dominant uh, with that Chiefs' offense. How, how do you how do you look at that? The Eagles not facing top quarterbacks, but when they do face top quarterbacks, even if you still consider Dak one, Dak scores forty. Uh, Goff had a really good year; they scored thirty five. Do, do you see that as a possibility where this Chiefs offense just goes off? That is the one area too where, in particular, we're looking at strength of schedule, and it weighs so much into our rankings. Is just opposing quarterbacks, right? We kind of look. Defense matters. You can have great defenses, but at the end of the day, the opposing quarterbacks you play is going to dictate how your defense performs to a large degree, probably a larger degree than a lot of people want to admit. So we had the Eagles with the easiest strength of schedule in the entire NFL, and the Niners were second easiest. And here's a perfect example: the. Chiefs go into San Francisco and absolutely destroy the San Francisco 49ers. I want to say, what, 44 points, whatever it was. They had anyway, 0.7 EPA per play. It was one of the best performances by any offense in the entire NFL this year. So, yeah, I think the Eagles defense is very good. I don't think it's, um, you know, formidable, incredible, um, you know, like I get the sack numbers, second most all time or whatever it is. Like, they're a very good unit. Um, but I, I wouldn't be shocked if the Chiefs go in there, if they get some health. Um, and put up, you know, 25, 30 points in this game. Uh, it's not some, you know, in- entirely dominant Eagles defense. It's a very good defense. I don't know if it's a great one. 
All right. So here's a very specific bet that I'm looking at because it's the Super Bowl week. We've talked about a thousand angles. Uh, highest scoring half. The second half juice to uh, being the favorite here, minus 130. And I was thinking to myself, you would think it would probably be the second half. A team's trying to catch up. Uh, these are two good head coaches that can probably make good halftime adjustments. But also, this is an Eagles team that goes like they're shot out of a cannon to start games. Do you think the second half is where we see all the fireworks, or do you think it's the Eagles that continue uh, continue firing all of their bullets, it seems like, in the first half? It's a great point. It, it is scary, like you said, because you might just have some desperation and some heaves late in the game, but both of these teams, I mean, they're phenomenal on scripted plays, both top five in the NFL, and EPA per play on scripted plays. And yes, the Eagles, I mean, best second quarter team in the history of the NFL um, in, in terms of points scored, I want to say. Um, yeah, I, I think that there might be some value in you, you get the first half at plus money because everyone is, of course, thinking, well, they're going to be trying so hard to score in the second half, and the team that's behind is going to be going you know, all out to score. I, I, I like that kind of contrarian angle. These teams are much better, you know, over the course of the season have been much better in the first half. Obviously part of that because they're, you know, building leads and then trying to sit on them. But but that might happen in this game as well. Uh, Brad, qu quickly here. What, one long shot market that I, I think is just fun. I'm, I'm curious if I just throw it at you. Give me two names here. So you can you can bet on the first and second touchdown. You can bet on the same person. You can bet on both Chiefs, both Eagles. But you can pick two players, kind of like the anytime first touchdown score market. But because it's just the one game, they're giving you both sides. If, if, I, if I say to you right now, the first two touchdowns of Super Bowl 57, give me two names here, Brad. Yeah, so long shot, probably not a super long shot, but I would love a Jalen Hurts prop for the Eagles. Uh, I think if they do get down in the red zone, you're going to see a lot of design rushes, quarterback draw, QB power, just just using, you know, their incredible offensive line and, and using him as a rusher, you know, particularly down in the red area. So I love that one. For the Chiefs, I would get pretty crazy, right? Like, Kelsey, I'm sure, is going to be, like, you know, minus 200 or whatever it is. Um, you know, I would look at a guy like a Kadarius Tony. They are using him where if, if he's on the field, they want to get him the ball, right? Like, coming into the Bengals game, um, I, I want to say their first playoff game, he had 12 snaps and had six targets on 12 snaps, right? So it's like, if he's out there, the ball's go and a carry, right? So seven touches um, on 12 snaps. So if he's in there down in the red zone, they might use him on something creative, get him in motion, um, you know, something like that. So, so those are the two, you know, kind of longer odds plays I would look for in that market. Well, I'm finding that one. Hurts and Tony, first two touchdowns. Brad, we appreciate you hopping on, and uh, we'll catch up again soon. Brad Spielberg, Pro Football Focus, talking Super Bowl 57. Coming up next, we'll dive into college hoops. Big one tonight in the Big 12 and the NBA card right here on the Beck All Network.